Welcome again to Crucial Conversations. It's your girl, Naya. Hey, I'm Dion. Hi, I'm Kay. Hey, I'm Joy. So if you've been keeping up with our episode, then you remember on episode 10, we had one of our guests, Manny, who told us that Chivalry basically died in a VIP area with a man carrying two bottles. Well, we went on to Instagram to ask the crew a question. And today we have one of our loyal friends, Q, who is going to join us in today's conversation. Ladies, welcome Quentin. Hey, Quentin. Hello, Hi. ladies. How y'all doing? Hi. Hi. Welcome. welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all for having me. So I'm interested to know, how did you stumble across our podcast? I initially saw something on Instagram where uh, you all have like your Instagram page or whatever. And I took that Instagram page and then found a YouTube link and then started watching the episodes. I think you all have four episodes up already. And I just uh, try to catch up. I'm still one behind, but um, yeah. I love it. I love it. And we just want to thank you for... (laughs) your super thoughtful and insightful comments like they're they're always on point and we really appreciate that level of engagement and you know as much work as we put in and planning and execution to each episode to know that you know it's so well received and that you take the time to share that feedback with us is you know much appreciated i appreciate you (laughs) all you always give really good feedback too Mm -hmm. thank you We've been sitting there like, what Quentin say? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Quentin commented, y'all go read it. What does Quentin think about this? <laughs> okay, we on point this one, this time. <laughs> so um, we went to Instagram and we had the Ask the Crew um, so that one of our followers were able to come on and ask us any questions that they may have um, wanting a woman's perspective. So what question do you have for us, Quentin? All right. My question is for you ladies, what is chivalry uh, in romance to a woman today? Like what is, what does that encompass? Oh, now that's a good question. You're going to get a different answer for every hey, right. Like you wanted a woman's perspective. You have to give four. <laughs> <laughs> because they make fun of me all the time because you you know you've been watching all of our episodes like I love an alpha man right but I also love the really the time the effort the attention that goes into like super thoughtful things so I do I'm a sucker for the flowers and the candles and you know setting up something like very romantic but it's it's less about what it actually is and be thinking about my you know super masculine alpha man, like taking the time to think through and plan out those things. So I would say that, like that is definitely romance. And chivalry though, I think is more just traditional masculine role of taking care of protecting and providing for the woman. So that includes like opening the doors and 
you know, all the stereotypical manly things. I, I'm gonna say it like to me that's that's chivalry. You know, putting taking your jacket off and putting it down as I step over a puddle. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> tripping. <laughs> so you know, in a nut in a nutshell, that gives you kind of a, a guidepost with where I am for those two things. Kay, what do you have to say? How much like do you like flowers shit. and candles? I don't like any of that shit. Like none of it. I like the moment a man shows an inkling of romance I I, it, I lose interest I don't want rose petals I don't want candles savage I don't want I don't want flowers like and I when I you know when I would see a guy that was that way I would um, release him back into the pack because I'm like, there's someone else that will appreciate you more than I would. Like, I just wouldn't appreciate it. Like, I just want to hang out, chill, have a good time, vibe, you know, and that's it. I don't need all the extra stuff that you saw on TV and in some movie where a guy is acting like Tay Diggs. Like, that just doesn't interest me at all. <laughs> now, when it comes to chivalry, of course, there are like some things that I'm okay with. Um, like, you know, the doors, if I'm cold, give me your jacket. Um, but I kind of, I'm okay with that, but sometimes efficiency trumps some of that stuff. So if I don't want to sit in the car, like we pull up at a spot, I'm sitting in the car. I got to wait for you to get out the car, walk all the way around to the other side and open the door for me to get out. When I was like, I could just open the door myself. And so (laughs) I allow it to happen, but sometimes I just feel like it's just not necessary. So that's just me. And I have like a whole other thing when it comes to romance, because that's just not my thing. <laughs> so what about y'all? So I, oh, I oh, oh, go ahead. Jay. Well, I guess I'm somewhere in the middle. So I like like the modern day shivery, like shiverlies, like um, I like the good morning text. I like the the, you know, you're on my mind text. I like I still like the traditional open the door. Um, I still think that that's just a masculine thing to do. Um, I would, I would pretty much just expect that of any man open the door for a woman and, uh, hold the elevator door open. Um, like you said, just give me your jacket if I'm cold, that type of stuff. I I think that that still, um, shows the kindness and compassion that goes along with chivalry. I think chivalry and, um, romance are a little different. Um, there's a bridge somewhere in between. However, I, I, I can understand if someone does, would prefer the chivalry over um, and not the romance with it. Like they don't necessarily have to go hand in hand, but um, I definitely would never like to see it fade um, any more than where, what it is right now. So I I hope it's something that we could preserve and pass on to the young men in the future, because I would hate women lose that aspect of it. Naya. (laughs) <laughs> where on the spectrum do you fall I'm more with Kay when it comes to romance like I don't want the coming to America rose petal trail into the bed candles or anything like that um I'm more of an active service type person so um washing my car is like romantic to me <laughs> or- <laughs> <laughs> Fixing something in my house is romantic to me. Um, 
I, I am like Joy, like I do like the text messages, but I don't want them too mushy. So I feel like I am kind of confusing for a man because I want some things, but I want you to give it to me just enough and not more than that. I don't like like the art, like I don't want you to have a playlist set up and it on pause until I walk in and then all of a sudden this R&B starts playing really loud and like which I, is so interesting because you're such a music head. I do. I love music <laughs> myself. I don't want <laughs> I don't want there to be a scene like again like hey, I don't want the whole movie scene because then it doesn't seem like very authentic. It seems yeah. like forced and staged and I like the spontaneity, spontaneity, I cannot get that word out. Spontaneity <laughs> of, um, of like just relationships and everything that comes with it. Chivalry, I, I am all for it. Like, I want you, I think that a man should open doors, but like, hey, I do not want to sit in the car and wait for you to come open the door. So I'll <laughs> open the door myself and I'll get out. So you can open it as I'm going in, but you don't have to worry about it <laughs> when, I, when I'm getting out. The, you know, walking on the outside of the sidewalk, all the normal things. You do not have to put your coat down while I walk over a puddle. I was I, kidding. I, I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I can see you expecting I know. That. I can see her waiting like, <laughs> like um... you know what to do. <laughs> you see that puddle there. <laughs> I mean, so basically, well, I'm sorry, you are done. No, I'm I'm really done. I just think that I'm just a little bit more chill and laid back for all of that. Like, I'm not (laughs) the girly girl. So those things just don't matter much to me. Um, But yeah. Basically, what you can take away from all of this is that women are just as complicated as (laughs) you. But I think it's... (laughs) <laughs> but but I think it's also more that you can't fit us all into a box, right? Right. Like it's not a one size fits all. Every woman is going to like this. Like you just got four, maybe three and a half different perspectives because Naya and Kay seem pretty closely aligned. But I'm definitely on one end of the spectrum. I would say Kay is on the complete other, you know, other, and then Joy and Naya are somewhere in the middle. But it just it depends, and I think that having the those conversations early on or picking up on little just things. Just being intuitive. You know, you have to be yeah. intuitive for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so what, how would your you put, take on all of that? On spectrum. Yeah. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? And like, what, what do you default to usually? Um, kind of, kind of, um, kind of what you all say. I would say when I was younger, I thought, I thought myself to be one way. I used to, um, like high school, or a little bit before high school, I don't know if y'all remember a show called Dobie Gillis. It's definitely uh, before our times, but Dobie no, Gillis was like a, this mm-hmm. hopeless romantic guy. And um, he did all like the chivalrous things, like carrying carrying the girls' books to class and doing things like that. So in high school, I would try and carry on those traditions because no guys were doing that. And then as, a, like, as an adult, as an adult, of course, I opened doors. I don't open the door once we, you know, once we're in the car, she kind of gets her own door when, when we're done, but I open doors, um, definitely never put a jacket over a puddle. 
Uh, <laughs> but would you? Would you? <laughs> right. That's the question. If she has open toe shoes on and it was torrential rain and there's this giant puddle to get to the car. I think you would. And you have your eight ball jacket. <laughs> could I just pick her up and put her in the car? Oh, See, that's okay. Cute. All right. That's I think cute. that's good. That's a good um compromise. compromise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like, I, I like would look jacket, like if so. you don't put me the hell down right <laughs> now. with her evil ass. You see, oh, no, you see I, what I, men I, have to deal with? No, I would be the damn be flipping, like, at that moment. I <laughs> can see you, Kay, too. You you would like that. I can see Naya's mean ass. <laughs> like, put me down. <laughs> so you just want everybody to know you strong? <laughs> <laughs> she would say some rude shit. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, that's sweet. I take that back. That's yeah. really sweet. So what about yeah. in the romance? So that's chivalry. What about romance? Romance, it kind of, it does depend on the woman because, you know, one person, one woman might like one thing and one woman might like the next. Like you all, all had different variations of mm-hmm. what romance was. So kind of learning who you're with and then yes. catering to that thing is kind of how you have to maneuver. I always wanted to ask a man, or I do ask men occasionally, do men really like doing, not the chivalry, I'm talking about the romance things, like the rose petals and the R&B music and the candles and shit like that. Do men really like doing that or they do it for the woman because they want the response? But see, before he even answers, I'm sorry, but just like they can't put us all into a box, we can't put them all into a box. Right, but I'm asking from his perspective. So, yeah. like, do you like it? It would be and well, people right? you know. You know what I mean? Like you and your boys, y'all talk. Like, what do you? I would say it's definitely for you all. Like, I'm not. I wouldn't say if if it wasn't required, I probably wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's not really how my brain is wired. But I like mm-hmm. to. I like to try and please whoever I'm with. So I'm gonna try and do those things to the best of my ability. Sometimes I feel terribly. And then sometimes I got it together. Like if it, if it's involving music, that's my thing. So I can I can find ways like create playlists that I know you want to listen to and things like that. I would do that because that naturally that's just a natural thing for me. But listen to by herself and huh? Listen to the playlist by herself or with you? Uh, I mean, create it like you say it's on title and just share it share it out. Uh, and you can listen to that's it. sweet. And, I like that. That's okay. nice. What kind of music is it like? I love you, or is it like? So there's no song that's like, like that rap in the world. <laughs> Whatever you know what I mean. Not, not today. R and B stuff, or I love like, you. you know. Again, that would have to depend on the woman, because like, yeah, if he's a really hip hop head, then of course okay. I'm going to share. That's that's my thing. But if I have to dive into uh, R and B, then I just have to, you know, it's that again. It's catering to whatever it is that she loves. Who's your go-to? Who's your go-to for R&B? My go-to for R&B, again, depends on the woman, but yeah. um, I'm 112. Right? 112, if I'm picking out an R&B 112. CD, it's usually going to be 112. What? That's what's up. Okay. You wanted to say R. Kelly, but you... Oh, <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No one is thinking about R. Kelly right no now. One is. No, 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 no. But you know what? Actually, Naya, you said something 
um, interesting earlier on about your, basically your love language being acts of service. And I think that's really important, like in learning your partner and understand their love language is like a mixtape that you could listen to by yourself, or like you said, washing the car or gifts, you know? So I think that's all really, really important. I think you might be onto something, Quentin, because I think that that's good for some women. It's a good gift. Like if you make a playlist of all the songs that you think about, when you think of me, when you want to carry me across the puddle, I would like that. <laughs> but yeah. Kay, would you used to listen to like in my car? Even if it wasn't really. like music like, playing when you walked in the house, if, if somebody just gave you this playlist to enjoy during your own day, you would still be like, that's okay. I, I just feel like I'm when it comes to that stuff, I'm super simple. Like I, you know, I would appreciate the gesture, like, oh, that's nice. But it I'm not gonna <laughs> feel it. Track I, number five, E12 like, play like one. To me, I'm about, <laughs> about connection. So if we can just have a great conversation and just vibe on that yeah. level. Make me laugh. We grab some drinks, some food. That's that's all I want. That's all I need. You know, like that. Like that all that extra. Yeah, like I. It's right because I think that we we evolve and we start to like different things. Because I will say, in my younger years, I was a rose type, like buy me flowers kind of person. And then I was like, well, these shits die. Like, I think it's a waste of money now. And I don't like the expensive chocolate because it's disgusting. Like, give me a Reese's. I don't like chocolate. <laughs> give, me, give me some Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> but even when I was young, I just remember, like, my mother watched a lot of soap operas. And I watched all of them with her. And I just remember looking at that, like... Ugh, Neil's corny, you know, like I didn't yeah. like, I never liked it. Young like and all of this stuff. Yeah. Like I never, it never appealed to me. Like none of that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Something's wrong with me. It's, it's all those years of me watching um, it's Voltron wrong with you, and Transformers. Hey, you know, <laughs> see, I did too. There's nothing wrong with you. You like what you like. And there's, and I think that's oh, the I beauty of it. Wrong with me. I'm good. <laughs> like, you know, you know, I'm so, so Quentin, what about the rest of your boy? Like, have you all had this conversation or are they like, man, she want me to do X, Y, and Z. She like this stuff. <laughs> I would say that the guys that I hang out with are pretty much same, same as me. So, you know, you're going to do whatever it is that's going to please your woman. I definitely, I learned the whole thing of making a, a mixtape or whatever. I learned that from my boys back in college. Like they did, they were doing that <laughs> well back in the day. So I just kind of adopted that. And again, just, I, you know, some women don't want that. Like, I guess Kay said, she doesn't like that. And for me, that would be great because that's low maintenance. And it's like, cool. It's like, <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. It's a hassle sometimes because if, if that's not innately in you, it can become a stress sometimes trying to continue to just mm -hmm. think of ways to be romantic mm -hmm. when that's not necessarily, you know, what you're made out of. Yeah. Like, I always look at, like, Valentine's Day. Like, that just seems like such a... I just think it's, I don't know. It, it just seems no. kind of dumb to me a little bit. It's like, okay, everybody has to do the same thing. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's with you, a actually, lot of people doing things yeah. that they normally wouldn't do if it weren't for this one day. 
And and I used to get anxiety around Valentine's Day. Like, don't you dare send no flowers in my job. <laughs> don't you dare come, you know, like, I don't. Because I'm like, okay, now I have to react to it. Like, oh, thank you. For everybody like, else. I, I can't be fake. Yeah, like, I can't do that. I don't <laughs> like it at all. Like, no. But what's very interesting is I agree with you. And all, any relationship that I've been in, they've been off the hook for Valentine's Day. Because my thing is not necessarily that I don't like those sweet gestures, but do that for me because it's Wednesday, mm-hmm. you know, right. on any other day yeah. of the week. Like, don't do wait until February 14th and then it's this whole big display. And then we, you, so now you want to take me to dinner today. So it's like a two hour wait or it's hard to get a reservation. You know what I mean? Like to me, that, that um, negates the thoughtful, you know, sweet, touching gesture of it because it's, yeah. it's more expected and you feel it's obligatory. So I agree with you there. Yeah. But if somebody just came home with, uh, you know, flowers just because like, oh, babe, like you had a rough couple of days. Like to me, that gesture is very thoughtful. It really has nothing to do with the flowers. You know what I mean? It's just more the, the gesture effort. and the effort and attention behind it. Yeah. Right. So I, I um, researched a list of like behaviors of sh- chivalry <laughs> and some of them, you know, are the typical ones that we all know about, but there are a few on here. I'm like, hmm, it's interesting. So one of them is embracing style in a personal fashion sense and not immediately dismissing any man who enjoys these things as gay. I'm like, how is that? So who thinks chivalry is gay? Well, it's about being into your person. My thing is, how is being into fashion? Into fashion. How is that chivalry? chivalry? Maybe they don't want you if you go out on a date, you don't want your man looking like a bum. And so you make sure you dress up and look nice. But Maybe that's, that's it. I don't know. But I don't like a man that's way too into fashion anyway. But um, then there was like leaving little notes around for her to find. What y'all think about I mean, that? I think that's cute. Me, this is more ro- but this is more romance. So I wouldn't <laughs> well, this, this list has chivalry. both. Well, this, oh, okay. It has okay. both. But it's, mo- it's listed as chivalry, but it, it includes both. That's why I chose this list because it was like a combination of both. Okay. I can okay. see that being cute, but I don't want you to leave like little cutesy love notes. Like, tell me a joke or something in there in between to make me laugh. <laughs> like, it can't just be like, your eyes or like, No. <laughs> And wait, hold on. It was like keep the text messages. Keep the text. Keep messages, your text messages but... and don't delete them. Uh, I don't like this list. That just seems <laughs> I don't know, creepy a little bit, right? It does like seem creepy. Yeah. Like, what do you need them for? Bring her coffee or tea in the morning, occasionally in bed. I I think that's, that's an act of service. I like that. yeah. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. When you're not saying anything, you bring your thing and coffee. <laughs> I'm not even. He said that's not low maintenance. That's not low maintenance. Is that romantic to you all? Is that romance? I think it is on a cold if morning. You, oh yeah. If you know that I like coffee and that's how I start my day, and you've thought of me and want to make me happy or do something, you know what I mean. To me, it's it's just the literally the intent and the thought behind it. Whatever it is. And so, and that's what comes with learning your woman. Um, what are those things that she really likes? Now, it may, she may be like, uh-uh, I want flowers and candy on Mondays and Fridays. That might be her thing. Um, and she might still appreciate everything else. But, you know, 
or like Naya said, you know, getting her car washed. And I think you find those things. Like one way to learn is, you know, it could be trial and error. You do something and you gauge her reaction, everything you do, like, oh no, she really likes this. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Or you just observe and watch um, and you know her routine, you know, little things that she does and you know, just get in there and we giving you the blueprint right now. We giving you the playbook. <laughs> I mean, what, and, what else and yeah, is on the I list? I think that, like, if she's like a tea or coffee person, I think that's great. Like, I actually like that. Like, okay, you going out to get coffee, bring me one. Yeah, that's cool. So then it's sending something every now and then to her office, like flowers or candy. Or lunch. Lunch is nice. Okay, but yeah, what if it was just lunch? What if it wasn't flowers? So say if not you flowers. Take me to lunch. You come and we go to lunch, but don't send something to my job. I don't know. I don't know. What's mm-hmm. <laughs> wrong with me? I'll call yeah. that after. <laughs> you but see, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I think it just goes to your nature. You don't like being the center of attention. So when something gets sent to your job. Yeah. Then like everyone's like ooing and eyeing and you gotta have the conversations. So I think that's yeah. what it's more rooted in. Like not necessarily the gesture. Yeah. You would appreciate that if if you if it was after hours and nobody was at the office. <laughs> you know what? You're exactly right. I hate being mm-hmm. the center of attention. I don't like all eyes on me. Like that's I've yeah. never been like um hold on. See all these nuances, Quentin. <laughs> Write it down. Right. So calling when you say you're going to call. That's just common courtesy, right? Yeah, I don't think that's just common courtesy. Um, be kind and respectful to wait staff when dining out together and never now, treat them like their servants. Again, common that's courtesy. Important. That's yeah. just common yeah. courtesy. Everybody yeah. should do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, taking off your hat when you enter a room, always. Yeah. Quentin does not take off his hat, I can tell. <laughs> that Wu Tang is staying on his head. <laughs> but okay, so to me, if it some of these make sense and then some don't make sense, how is that chivalrous to take off your hat? When that, so that's something that carried on from the so that was from the night days. They had the night, you know, hoods on or the whatever, uh, and then so they had to take it off for you to see their face and stuff. So it was just a tradition that just carried on. It moved from the night caps or capes, whatever they called it, to the hat. Yeah. I'd also well, I also looked that up and saw that you know, especially even after the with the nights, just it was a it was a common gesture because people who worked in the fields they wore hats and those hats were dirty. So when you came inside of a place of you know when you came inside, you take mm-hmm. it off because that's outside clothing. But mm-hmm. for myself, oh, so and a lot of other keep- guys. I'm it's sorry. Kind of like that's your. It's part of your outfit. So you're not going to take your shirt off when you come into a restaurant. So I keep my hat on because it's part of the outfit. You know. Yes. Yeah. Just I'm like women's we... wigs. Say what? <laughs> Just like women's wigs. Yeah. <laughs> Quentin, no, don't K- touch it. K- don't touch it. <laughs> Quentin's smart. He's like, I'm not touching that. Right. Joy is like, stay far, far away from that. Do we have to keep every tradition from like hundreds and hundreds of years ago? No. I don't like think if you're so. if you take I off your hat, dirt's not gonna fall out your hat, right? So no, you never know. Yeah. You never so know. now it's ask a woman to dance. This year I don't dance should no longer be an excuse for anything. I, what? You better not ask me to dance. 
<laughs> so y'all, what do y'all think about the dancing? Um, you know, I guess it just depends on my mood. I'm I'm not gonna be upset if you ask. Just don't be upset if I'm not in the mood to. But uh, I, you know, if I'm in the mood and you ask, I think it's it's a way to to break the ice. So do you appreciate it? Like, oh, he's a gentleman. Is that, and that's what chivalry is supposed to be. But where am I going to be? Where oh, yeah, I appreciate that. Well, let's say you're at a wedding, at a reception, the music's going, and, you know, he's But the there. way the guys ask to dance now, I do not think it's the most romantic or chivalrous at all because they start thrusting it and come on. Yeah, girl, they don't kick. ask. Yeah, <laughs> like that. No. <laughs> I pass. There's no asking. <laughs> Thank you. And it's me strong. removing my bottom from your genitals. <laughs> no, sir. I would not like to have a stranger grind on me at this particular moment. That, that gets me kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what we're left to. No, we no fault on you. I get it. I get it. This started from Why are you, you know. taught that though. That's just, that's the club. That's just the club side that's of the club. You're in the club. You're not going to, you see you see women on the dance floor. You're not going to just go, she's in the middle of dancing and having fun. Excuse me, may I have this dance? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to, you know, she's dancing you start already. You just kind of. <laughs> you just go, you know, what they say, ask for forgiveness, not permission. Just go get up if on she that. She walks thing. away, you know, she don't want to dance with you. <laughs> So oh. what else is on the list, Kay? Um Be nice to her friends. I think that's just a com that's just common sense. That's common sense too, common courtesy. Yeah. And then of course, then with the parents, you know, get to know her parents and taking time to earn their trust and approval. Yeah, I, I yeah, I disagree with most of those as far as far as falling under categories of, of chivalry or romance. I think if this is like common courtesy. Yeah. yeah. Like mm -hmm. general common courtesy, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So the rest of them are pretty much things that we know, like, you know, sharing the umbrella, um, holding the door open, you yeah. know, walking a woman to the door, but it does say, and not expect that she's going to sleep with you. That's mm -hmm. the caveat to that one. That is that is chivalry for sure. Why'd you do that? That is that is chivalry. <laughs> like, I'm walking the door. I'm about to go inside. <laughs> no, I think Dion's right. I think chivalry at its finest is um, is doing acts of kindness and not expecting anything back in return. So, but you did mention something, Kay, and I and not to go too far down this lane because this is not really. The, but I am interested in knowing: um, Does it really matter to a man? A man that uh, the that the woman that you're dating or interested in is uh, kind of in with your boys? Does it matter if they approve of her or like her or are in favor of her? Um, I mean, I know how it is in, in the woman's world, but what does it look like for you all? Um, it does kind of matter, but I think I've dated women that my boys didn't approve of. I've had my boys date women. We didn't necessarily approve of. Of course, they never really worked out. Uh, so y'all so, are always right. <laughs> so end up being right. But um, you know, you're going to date who you want to date, and you're not going to let somebody else determine something mm -hmm. for you. Yeah, but it does. It does so it doesn't make a huge difference in in you all's world. Okay, nah, I, I just they're going to support you. Yeah, yeah. I think you all 
probably uh, do a, I don't want to, I don't want to say better, but you all do a be, yeah, you do a better job at it. Like you kind of keep your uh, feelings about that person separate. So if you're around her. I don't her, think so. You don't think so? Not at all. And Quentin is lying, shaking his head. <laughs> because men, I think that they jones on each other about their girl. Like if your boy doesn't like your girl, you about to get some jokes about her when she's not around. And even when she's in the room, be like, oh, big headed ass little girl. <laughs> like y'all gonna I talk don't about think her. So. I don't yeah. I think men do a better job defending the the that female if they're really into her more than what we would do to defend our men if but I think with women we mind our business a little bit more like if I don't I do in in the sense of this what I mean by that is if I don't like my friend's um boyfriend then I'm gonna support but then I still got like that third eye, like I'm watching and being cautious of everything. And then when things fall apart and I'd be like, okay, well, you know, saw these things, saw these signs, but I'm not going to dog him the whole time that she's dating him. Yeah. They're not opening a third eye for that yeah. woman. They're that third eye is on to the woman that they're interested in. They're not, men are not like, if they don't like that female, they're not going to pay an, uh, or flag anything that she's doing to bring to his attention. Because I think in a male's world, that's like, um, you're pretty much hating on his situation and you're just, you're just way too, you're just way too vested in this. I don't know, you tell me, am I wrong? What we would do, I'm gonna ask you a couple questions to get your your third eye open. And if you don't see what I see, then I'm gonna leave it alone. But when it's all said and done, Now we're going to climb. you be like, yeah, I told you, I saw this, this, and that. <laughs> now you got the jokes. But while, you know, while they're dating, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not going to be the reason you break up. Break you know, up. You're going right. to get that on your own. Right. Yeah. I think that women, I, I think that we recognize it in our female friends, but I don't think women are usually open to receiving the feedback from her girls. Like it's the woman will defend this man and with, oh, they're hating, they're jealous, they don't want me to be happy. And so I don't think women receive that feedback as easily as a man does with his boys. Mm. Like they, he'll receive it like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still on date her for whatever reason. And then y'all can talk about it and laugh about it later. But for women, I friendships will get ruined over, over stuff like that. Yeah, that is so, true. That's true. true. That's very true. And that's why guys won't speak on it. <laughs> like, man. But and so tell me this, is it like what I've observed is that men don't spend a whole lot of time talking about their women when they get together. Is that true? Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. To a to a to a degree. I'm gonna only share and I have I got two best I got my two best friends. And I'm going to share most of that with those two people, but only to a certain degree, because it's like y'all are like our precious jewel. You don't want to you want to divulge too much because I don't know. Your just, friend might try just it. Private. So you keep you keep <laughs> what you need to to yourself. You're not going to tell them what you're not going to tell them everything she does in the bedroom or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But if you have an issue or a problem, you're going to ask about those things. But everything else, you're going to kind of keep it close to your heart because um, you know, cause guys can be shysty. I don't think I hang around, you know, a bunch of shysty guys, but you never know and give too much because then somebody else is going to try and creep up on 
mm-hmm. what you thought was yours. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. Is it because she's your precious jewel or you think your friends are going to try and hit? I trust I trust my homeboys, but I, I just don't uh, like he doesn't tell me. I got one guy. He's he's married. He's going to share some things about his wife. But he's not, I know he's not going to share everything. And I respect that because, you know, that's his wife. So he's not going to tell me everything. And I wouldn't expect him to. Mm-hmm. They never talk about the main. They talk about all the other ones <laughs> in their, in their right. guide chat. Look at them laughing. <laughs> they never talk about the main. Yeah. So it's the it's the other ones that y'all talk about a lot. Yeah. Not yeah. Okay. The main's always gonna get. It's it's a respect thing. Right. You're not gonna, you're not gonna put all your business out there. That's a respect for for mm-hmm. the woman. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting that you put the word respect in that when you're talking about your side chicks. So how much respect is there? <laughs> I was waiting to ding that. Thank you for catching that. I was like, respect, respect side thing. Okay. Do you have for your main? <laughs> I mean, they don't talk about her in the group chat, Naya. That's very respectful. <laughs> it's level. It's respect. level. <laughs> now, when, I, when I'm talking about main, I was more talking about not my main as if the person who I'm really into. Now, if it's somebody you're just kind of dating and she don't, you know, she's just somebody you're dating, you can talk about that person because you know it's, it might not go, it's probably not going to go anywhere. But somebody mm-hmm. I see a future with or, or it's a little deeper than the, the normal, I'm going to kind of keep some of that close close to yeah. me. Yeah, nice recovery. Right. Not that's, nice. right? that's not what you said before, but it sounds good the second time around. <laughs> well, y'all said Sachi. I didn't say Sachi. That was you also. <laughs> so, Quentin, what have been some of your uh, challenges in the, I guess, the dating world with women or understanding women in terms of what it is that we expect in, ro- with rom- in romance and chivalry? What are the challenges from a male's perspective? All right, so I'm gonna go off of something. I think I think uh, I can't remember who said it, but somebody said something about the love languages, right? And I Not feel yet. like I feel like you can learn a woman's love language, but as soon as you start tapping into that love language, that love language is gonna switch up on you. And then she's going to be like, yeah, you were doing this, but you're not doing It's another love language that you're not hitting. So I feel like if you're not completely hitting all five love languages, you're going to be in trouble anyway. So I think Mm. you start off saying you want one thing, but then when you, when something else is not being addressed, that becomes a bigger issue. Even though you, even though those main things you said you really wanted, Mm. I'm addressing, but because I'm lacking in another area, now that becomes the problem area. Mm. So it's hard to uh, keep up with what you all really want. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> those darn, those darn women, I tell you, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I, we're we are complex, m- much more complex than you all. I think that men are pretty simple, and so I could see it being a hard adjustment or a challenging adjustment, I should say. And I don't know if that ties into like I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like why why do we do that. Um, I don't know if it ties into the whole, we're taught to maybe psychologically, like we're taught to always make you all, um, chase it one, you know, uh, work for it. So I don't know if that is why it becomes a moving target. It's like, ah, he figured me out. So now it's too easy. 
and or he's going to think it's too easy. So let me switch it up. Like always keeping you on your toes so you don't just get too comfortable and move on. I'm just throwing out and, you know, uh, I don't know how legitimate that is, but I'm just wondering if that's what like kind of ties into it and why, or if it's just, we really just don't know what we want. <laughs> I but I think the five love languages, it falls in line with romance and chivalry, like all of them. Um, and even if your woman takes the love language test, one may be her main love language, but then one may mm -hmm. fall very close to being, yeah. you know, her top love language. And so I think that if you do a little bit of all, then it's a win-win okay. for you. But I think being that you are like into romance and chivalry, like that should kind of be a little bit easier for you because words of kindness. Yes. I think love language or not. I think all women like words of kindness at some point to a certain degree. Cause I don't Kay's know. Kay, say, do you not look right? I'm like, yeah, do it you? better not rhyme. It better right. not rhyme. <laughs> don't let it rhyme and don't snap after. Okay, and, and Kay will like it. No poetry. <laughs> so it can't be poetry, but what about a rap? No, no. <laughs> I, I could take a rap. Do you want to do one now? Do you have a freestyle for us right now? <laughs> I yeah. didn't have one lined up. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so words of kindness. And then you have um, acts of service. I think every woman, yeah, well, I don't want to bulk us all into this box, but I think a lot of women like acts of service and then um, gifts. I don't need a gift all the time, but some points like a little surprise gift may be a nice gesture, you know? So I think at some point, all women are going to fall into that. So I don't really think that we're that complex. Uh, I think it, like you said, it depends on like the percent. <laughs> Every woman should take the love language test because, yeah. you know, um, for me personally, the acts of service is number one for mm -hmm. sure. That's how I express my love. That's how, I, but I don't want it. It has to be specific. Like it can't be rose petals. It has to be something else. And that's where the, the complexity exactly. comes but in. But then yeah. the next is the one right under that was the time, like the quality time. Like I'm big on like, let's just hang out, chill, have a good time. But when I tell you when it came to words, what was it? Words of, kindness, of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. affirmation. That was like, so low I think it was at zero I was like your action to me actions speak louder than words I don't need to hear it. your actions will tell me how you feel and so I don't need I love you too much like mm -hmm. you know like your behavior will tell me exactly how you feel and so you know because then I, I don't like being in awkward moments so I'm like yeah like you I don't, know, what are, now what am I supposed to say yeah, in response like, to this let's just hang out <laughs> Like I don't I didn't realize so I know that physical touch is my number one. That's how I show love, that and acts of service. But interestingly, I like to receive like I definitely like affection and physical touch, but I took it recently and I was surprised to see that words of affirmation was actually like one percentage point higher than physical touch. And that threw me off because I didn't consciously I, I don't feel the need that I need to be told you know often like I like hearing I love you and this this and that but it, I apparently I do like I think if I come out in one of my little you know outfits like you better acknowledge and say that you like it or, oh yes you look cute you know what I mean or something like that but I had to dig a little deeper and find out where that was coming from 
Yeah. Should make every every woman take that love language test. Yes. Yeah. It'll um, shorten your learning curve. So you don't make any mistakes and then she'll send you off to the woods. (laughs) So right when you swipe, you need to send that link and be like, take this test first before we go. (laughs) Do you think that um, you tend to, whatever your love language is, is what you tend to give to your mate? Mine differ. Mm-mm. Mine mm. differ. Mine no, because I'm like I'm acts of service, but I'm a great gift giver. Like I love shower showering people with gifts. Yeah. So I think they can differ. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I I show love by just constant affection and just doing constant acts of service. <laughs> even my friends, even my even friends, her friends, like, she like I pets. just love touching and ever, I just do. I I love it. Um but acts of service like I am solution oriented. Like I'm I'm listening in conversations. Like how can I make your life easier? What can I do for you? Where can my talents fill any void or you know what I mean? Like you working all day. I'll make sure dinner is done. Or you talking about starting a company? Like, let me help you with the LS. You know, like stuff like that. Doing little things like that. But I like, like I said, like to receive apparently words of affirmation, and and the physical touch does line up. I do like that. But gifts, like I could care less. I'm starting to like them more <laughs> of late. <laughs> but that wouldn't be like, oh my god, he got me a gift. Because to me, it's about the time, the effort, and the attention. Like somebody can buy yeah. you a million gifts and that not mean anything because they just yeah. they didn't put any thought into it. Um, and I'm big on experiences, so that's yes. maybe that's what the like the flowers yes. and the candles are because I love experiences and I love surprises. So to me, that's more important than like the actual gift, <laughs> but I do like them. I'm learning. <laughs> I like them too. <laughs> I think uh, older I get, I like gifts l- less. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, like you experiences, like let's book a yeah. trip. Like, let's right. just go somewhere. Like yeah. I don't need a gift. Like if I want something, I'm going to just order myself. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But you know mm-hmm. what, Quentin, I, even in saying that, so I like, Oh, no, I did say that. So I I show acts of service for love. And that was something in my relationship that I had to shift. So I'm planning this big birthday party and I like experiences. I'm thinking of all of the ways that I can create this experience and surprise him and do all of these things. And he had a conversation with my homegirl and she's like, so what are you doing for his gift? When I say it hadn't even crossed my mind. (laughs) Like, I'm like, gift? what do you mean? And like his love language, like he loves gifts. Like what am I opening, unwrapping? Like I want the thing in my hand. And so it's that conversation is just very, very important, you know, as you're, you're learning, you're mating. And so, to Kay's point is it's constant. Like it's a constant conversation because it could evolve. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do you, what, what do you think that you're like? Yeah. Yeah, I've take I've actually taken that quiz too, but I would say that it does change. I think um yeah. I would say act I don't know, words of affirmation or uh, acts of service maybe. Mm. Um this kind of depends because sometimes you you know, sometimes a man needs to be built up. Yeah. Life can be I'm rough. Just about the same. Mm-hmm. I just wanna, you know, come home and just feel like somebody's just, you know, putting that in you. 
And then yeah. sometimes you know, you're just tired and you just want somebody to look out for you. You know, it's yeah. getting, getting cold outside. I can't reach my back. Can you lotion my back for me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Get that so I'm not itching and whatnot. So, um, <laughs> did you say so you're not itching? Can't lotion your back so your back all dry and ashy. You know, somebody <laughs> just look out for you. <laughs> that is funny. So, so I, I'm sorry. I'm going to say, um, I have a hard time giving uh, compliments because I have a hard time receiving compliments. So mm-hmm. I'm not a person like I, I enjoy, like it makes me feel good. Somebody gives me a compliment, but I'm always awkward in that moment. Yeah. So I don't give them out as often because I don't necessarily like to receive them. And so that's something I am I got, you. I'm trying mm-hmm. to work on. Mm-hmm. I am you, Quentin. I am the exact same. And that is something that I'm working on every year of my life. And one day, <laughs> one day I'll get it together. Mm-hmm. But it is, mm-hmm. but it is, it's a, a awkward situation for me. If you turn it into a joke, then it makes it a little easier. Uh, and that's what I do. <laughs> but, but when I turn it into a joke, then it takes away from the compliment. Right. So yeah, if they know you, they're going to be like, oh, look at you looking all sexy. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's true, but it doesn't feel awkward. <laughs> but then they don't know if you're serious or not. Like, are you playing? Because you always play it. <laughs> so but I thought yeah. it was important that um, it was noted that the the response to chivalry in a woman's world is uh, submissiveness. And so does a man expect when being chivalrous that a woman's submissiveness should kick in or be around as a, you know, like as a gesture of response? Um, that, man, <laughs> that's what I would say. There's a, I don't think we, I don't think we fully understand what submissive means uh, always. I think everybody, just like with chivalry and romance, everybody had their own definition. I think that Mm -hmm. submissiveness has a, its own, everybody's going to have their own meaning for what what that means to you. Um, As far as like chivalry goes, I would say that the only thing, if if I do something for you, I don't expect anything in return, like somebody said sex or something like that, but uh, a simple thank you would be with, be nice. You know, if you open the door for somebody, just thank you. That's all I need. Um, but as far as like submissive inside of a relationship, um, you know, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that means. I mean, I'm, I'm, I like to lead my relationship and, um, you know, I try to feel like I like, you know, allow God to guide my words, my thoughts, my actions. Um, so if I feel like I'm in line with whatever is, you know, wherever, wherever I wherever I feel led, I'm just hoping that you would follow behind me and trust me that I'm not going to take us down a wrong path. And as far, you know, and we can talk about it and you know, try and make adjustments, but um, that's kind of, I don't know if that, I don't know if that answered it or not. No, uh, it did. does. I got, yeah, it, it did. I got compromise out of what you said, like a, like a, like a, I'm doing what I do and I'm doing it because I want to, but um, in the meantime, I need you to you know, be um, receptive and, and co-op- cooperative at least, at least be receptive, not necessarily cooperative, but be receptive to to it. So I, I yeah, it does. 
So I was just I wanted to ask you a question just to make sure that you understood that you wanted to stick with the answer that you gave. So you said (laughs) that when you were doing these romantic and nice gestures when you're out on these dates, that the only (laughs) expectation that you have is a thank you. Yes. And and you stick with that. I stick with that. I stick with that. Okay. I stick with that. Um, Because... Here's the thing. I'm not owed anything, you know, end of the day. You know, mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're trying to get to know each other. And so what I'm doing is investing in time on whether whether or not I want to actually continue to get to know you or not get to know you. And that can only you can only learn that by going out on dates, you know, doing things yeah. together. And over time, I'm going to I'm going to know whether or not I want to give myself to you. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> You didn't expect that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> so that's kind of how I look at it. So now I've heard that there are some men who um, will base where they take a woman on a date based on how much they think they'll like her. And so, like the woman that's like, ah, we're gonna go get tacos. And then the woman that they really like, it's like, okay, we're gonna go to this nicer restaurant. <laughs> Is that true? For you and the people you know, I'm gonna say uh, I would say well in college I said you know I, it was always a joke was like she's not ready for Cheesecake Factory like that was the big you know that, that was the big mm-hmm. date now nah, she's not ready for cheesecake we'll take it to Applebee's or something like that um, but two for twenty <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would say that um, no nah, this this it's just kind of. It's where your conversation leads you. Oh, she likes this. So let's let's plan a date and do this thing. It's kind of harkening back to what we said earlier. You listen to what she's talking about, and then you try and plan a date according to what you think you know you could both vibe with. So mm-hmm. if she don't like tacos, I'm not taking you to get tacos and you hate Mexican food. So I gotta uh get you to a place where we can you know enjoy it together where we both have a good time. So Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of whatever comes up in conversation. Mm. Okay. Okay, you don't sound you're, you're so politically correct, Quentin. It's, yeah. it's, but it's not, it's, it's really not politically correct. That's that's how I maneuver. I'm not going to say that's every guy, but that's cute. That's me. Most people, anybody that knows me is going to say I'm pretty thoughtful and I'm a loyal person. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just trying to, you know, again, I'm not going to waste time on somebody, but as long as I'm trying to get to know you, I'm trying to put my best foot forward. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not college anymore. I can afford to go on certain dates. I'm not going to take you straight to, I don't even know if Benny Hines is even an expensive date these days, but I'm not going to take you to a $100 plate restaurant on a first date. But mm-hmm. uh, I am going to try and get us to a place where, okay, she likes sushi. Let me try and find a good sushi yeah. spot. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. All right putting your best foot forward you, know, you okay. gotta impress <laughs> yeah because i don't i don't feel like i have games so i have to let other things speak <laughs> i'm not i'm not the smoothest talker or anything like but that but what so is game things huh i mean like what is game really you know what i mean like to me game is just being yourself i like, agree it be lines and oh yeah. yeah licking your lips like you know that's you know that's silly I- I think game was what we thought we had to do when we were younger or when men thought they had to do. And then when you become seasoned, you realize you just have to be yourself. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. 
Yeah. Most people just have to be themselves. <laughs> well, yeah. Or some people, I should say. I don't know. Who doesn't you should have always, to you be should, themselves? No, I mean, you should always be yourself, but being yourself isn't necessarily going to be advantageous for everyone. Yeah, but you're eventually going to be yourself, is. and then you just wasted a lot of people's time. Yeah. You know, very true. You show your representation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quentin, um, this has been a very good conversation. We really enjoyed um you have on our on our podcast, and we actually would love for you to come back and keep giving us those comments and your feedback and your two Definitely. cents. Um, and before we close out, is there anything you know you wanna uh, let us know? I just want to shout out uh, two little business ventures that my homeboys have. First off, uh, Kevin, who kind of, that's who I was talking about earlier. Uh, he has a barbershop he just started owning. Uh, it's called the Haircutting Company in Stone Mountain, Georgia. So if you need a nice cut, Kevin is your guy. Go see him. Okay. And lastly, my uh, homeboy, LeVar Willis, he started this uh, company called the Raising Queen. You can go to RaisingQueen.com. And it's basically a digital collective for athletes on the other side of the game um, where they're working with their working with their YouTube channels and working with local business to just. Oh, know, nice. Yeah. OK. Forward, so. That's That's okay. We love supporting Thank black businesses. So this is perfect. And again, we really appreciate you being on the show. Well, I really appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. Bye. Have thank a good you. night, Clinton. Thank you. Right. <laughs> wow, that was such a great conversation again. And that is 12 on the books, ladies. Can you believe Woo! it? One season down. One season down. Yes. yes. But before we all the way end it, we need that mental stimulation. So, Kay, can you uh, take us? to the top? I sure will. While we're in the midst of the second wave of the COVID pandemic, I want to talk about why we should not be surprised we're here and why we should expect more and possibly deadlier pandemics in the future. During a 2014 speech, then President Obama warned about the need to prepare for a future even airborne pandemic and called on the Republican-led Congress to put certain plans in place. The Obama administration then created a 69-page playbook on how to actually respond to a pandemic and pass it along to his successor, who obviously didn't read it and probably used it to do something like make spitballs. So contrary to what many believe, Obama is not the magical oracle who floats on the air able to see the future. He just listened to science and based his warning on just pure scientific data. He knew how the world's treatment of wildlife and the planet make it almost inevitable that we will embark on a pandemic in the near future. So 75% of emerging infectious diseases like Zika, Ebola, and COVID come from animal pathogens. And there are over 1.7 million viruses that exist in animals and up to 827,000 of them could have the ability to infect people due to contact with other wildlife, livestock and direct contact with humans. And nearly all pandemics, including the flu, SARS and COVID-19 have been zoonosis, which are diseases caused by germs that spread between animals and people. So with our increased encounters with animals and wildlife, we increase the chances of new diseases emerging. So I want to share a list of human activities or conditions that increase our wildlife encounters, therefore increasing the risk of developing new diseases. 
So the first one is deforestation, which is cutting down our trees for the development of something else, which causes wild animals to migrate or live closer to humans. And this includes mining and urbanization and development of land. The second one is climate change. The effects of climate change cause animals to migrate, increasing potential contact with the human habitat. The third is intensive farming, which is actually said to be the most risky behavior. Our increased demand for meat, eggs, and dairy causes farmers to keep more animals in increasingly small spaces, creating more habitat invasion and opportunities for viruses to cross the species barrier. And then the fourth one, the wildlife trade and the exploitation of wildlife species. And the Tiger King comes to mind. Think about that. And then the fifth one is the antimicrobial resistance, which occurs when bacteria and viruses change over time and no longer respond to medicines, making infections harder to treat and increasing the risk of disease spread. So what can we do? Um, between elections is the perfect opportunity to educate yourself on certain issues to learn what policies would have the greater impact on your life. So many times we focus on the symptoms of a problem, but not its root causes, making us support policies that don't actually solve the problem, rather just put a Band-Aid on it. So I say, let's continue to educate ourselves, research and support policies that offer the conservation and protection of wildlife and the environment. Support the strengthening of and enforce environmental regulations. And then don't support the international wildlife trade industry. I promise you, you don't need a monkey or a tiger to feel loved or cool. Just get a dog like everyone else or a cat if you enjoy toxic pet-human relationships. And last, this is a hard one, but will have a big impact. Let's collectively reduce our dependence on meat products. I didn't say stop eating meat, but maybe we could just cut back some. If everyone ate just one less piece of meat a week, it would have a huge impact. So it's just something to think about when it's time to choose your next meal. And as you can see, the world is just not prepared to handle pandemics. And if we're smart about it, we will work to correct the root cause of the problem, which is the environment, and not just rely on the Band-Aid, which really are vaccines. So as always, I left some links in the description for you to learn more than what I could cover today. So ladies, I hear a lot of people say that they think COVID and other diseases are formed in a lab as some sort of biological weapon. Why do you think it's so hard for people to believe that deadly diseases can actually come from nature? Well, I think uh, <laughs> trust in general has been compromised as a whole. So I think uh, like, you know, we've just come to the point where we really can't take anything people say any longer at face value because as time goes by, we're starting to uncover all of these um, hidden agendas and just, you're just starting to see all this. And then with information becoming more available, it's an overload of information. And so people have access to all of this. And so they come up with their own theory. And that is one of the, I guess, cons of, of, of information at our fingertips is being able to, um, kind of lean towards what you believe in and then just oversaturate your brain with it and then make yeah. a decision. Confirmation bias. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Confirmation yep. bias. Thank you. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. Yep. I agree. What do you all I think? agree. Yeah, um, I actually agree with you um, that that's why people, it's easier to believe that theory than it is to actually research science too. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the more people research um, you know, the scientific data, 
then it starts to make more sense. Then it becomes a little more believable, but it's easier to believe the story. You know, like you said, trust has been withered away um, over the years. So, and I was just uh, actually just reading not that long ago, we're saying that the way conspiracy theories work, they were saying like the moment you believe one, then it's like the gateway, then it becomes easier to believe more and more and more conspiracy theories. And so, yeah, I could see that. Ladies, can you believe we are one season down? We just knocked out 12 episodes starting in the middle of a pandemic and we're super productive. Like we have this amazing family of fans and followers and listeners and we just so appreciate y'all taking this journey with us how y'all feeling ladies you feel good yeah, I, I feel yeah. amazing yeah. refreshed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what naps do <laughs> well even though this <laughs> Even though this is our final episode of the season, we're taking a brief hiatus over the holidays, but we'll still be putting out content and, you know, rerunning uh, some of our episodes. So, you know, stay on this journey with you, with us. We'll let you know when we're back for season two. Um, follow, like, surprise, subscribe on all of the things, and we will see you all when we're back. We'll see Bye. you in January 2021. Oh, they love it, they love it, they love it. Bye.